welcome to the Point Podcast, a Breakpoint Sports production. I'm Jack Powers. This is Owen Goldsmith. Uh, we're going to get into a few stories around the sports world, starting with Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers after winning the national championship at Michigan. We're going to talk about the Bears' QB situation with Justin Fields and possibly moving to Caleb Williams, and get into the Bucks' coaching situation and the firing of Adrian Griffin. And then we'll possibly talk about some college basketball and maybe give some sports betting picks at the end of the show. Um, so let's start with Jim Harbaugh. First, first episode. First episode of the Point Podcast. Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers. How, how do you how do you like that? It was crazy. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I think a lot of people saw it coming. Uh, I was reading in the news that Michigan offered him a crazy contract, like, uh, you know, doubling his salary for uh, like a 10-year span or something like that. Yeah. And I know he was kind of looking at a lot of other teams, but to me, I think it makes a lot of sense. He has always liked Herbert a lot, and uh, I think there's a lot of pieces of that team that he sees a lot of uh, potential in. But yeah. uh, what about you? I almost feel like he made this move back to the NFL simply because of the NCAA kind of coming down on him with the the cheating allegations with Seinfeld and stuff. I think if he stayed around, there might have been something coming. I think it's crazy, too, like leaving after the national championship. I can't really remember another. Yeah, I I think Pete Carroll was one of the last ones I used to see. That's a good example, actually. But, I mean, I do see it because, I mean, obviously it is like that next step. He was so close to winning that Super Bowl against his brother, and I think like he went back to college, proved himself, and is coming to like a contending team. Yeah, that uh, you know, there's no question about it that he's going to the NFL to to win a to win some championship. Yeah. And of course, he comes back to San Diego where he started his college football yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know he played for a couple NFL. I know the Bears are one of the teams he yeah. played for, and and I know that's always his thing is like he kind of stays loyal to. He wants he wants to coach like where he's yeah, a player and of stuff course. Like that. But I mean, apparently I didn't know this, but I mean he started a couple seasons for the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. do you think he'll be successful with Justin Herbert? Yeah. Because that's gonna be a major question posed by I think every Chargers fans who have had th- one of the worst yeah. seasons ever. Completely. And the Chargers this season really surprised me. I think I think they will be successful. There's too many pieces on that team. To say they won't be, but at the same time, you know, that's what I thought this year. I, the defense, obviously, is just what needs to get turned around. Yeah. And I think they're in an interesting draft position where they don't need a defensive player, so they could get, like, an exciting skill position. Um, but also, I saw them, I mean, I knew they were looking at, like, Brock Bowers and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, no, I mean, I'm interested to see what he does. I have a feeling that they're going to keep some of their coordinators and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm... Looking at his contract right now, I have a feeling they paid him a ton. Uh, well, like my old thing. Here, Michigan offered him six years, $111.5 million annually, Jeez. which is, you know, maybe he wasn't doing it for the money, but that's, you know. At the end of the day, a lot of these coaches do go because of the money. I mean, look at the, and the yeah, UW coach going to Alabama. He coached at the University of San Diego. Yeah, that's exactly why he's coming back. Yeah, he's coming back to San Diego because of that. In my Stanford, yeah, and four students with the Niners. I mean, definitely going to have like pretty insane resume if he does I, end up winning. I think the biggest question will be, can the Chargers finish out games? Because I think that's their biggest issue right now is the Chargers could not finish a game. 
Oh yeah, could not finish it. They could, they can compete, but they could not finish in the last quarter. So I mean, it's hard to say. It, I think it, I've always thought that team is good, but it's just like they've surprised me every single year. Uh, yeah, they're they're a huge <laughs> disappointment over here. I'm seeing on this article I'm on right now that the Packers apparently are interviewing Brandon Staley. They're they're all serious. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I do think I think the Chargers are set up for success, but there's definitely so much pressure on them. Like, I don't know if this is the move that's going to like boost them into the success successful role they should be in, but it's like, yeah, not much. That's, that's kind of the and I don't think I think it's better than getting Belichick. Oh, of course, I think I kind of think Belichick Belichick should just retire. Please. Yeah, I mean, where he's going to go? That's a that's another situation. All right, moving on, Chicago Bears. Struggling every season for the past couple of years uh, with Justin Fields. As a Bears fan, is it time for them to move on? I don't know, man. That I mean, it's definitely... I would say no, but I think it's inevitable that they will. Uh, but I will say, like, I think the Chicago fan base is standing by Fields at this point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The moves they've been making make it seem like it's Caleb Williams. Like, I mean, pretty much what I was reading is like Matt Everfluss, their head coach, got this ultimatum where like either he was leaving the team or if he were to stay, he had to fire his whole staff, which he ended up doing. Um, so at that point, it's like he's kind of in a season where he's fighting for his career at this point. Yeah. And... I think in my view, like keeping fields, this is going to sound like it's crazy, but like keeping fields at this point is a bigger risk than yeah. drafting Caleb Williams. And I think it's like, it, I don't know, yeah. but the, I will say like the more I've thought about it, the more I've opened up to Caleb. I mean, I don't know. Per, I've never bought the hype on him, but yeah. And I mean, he's talking about how good he is. He's had a great career. I mean, he threw in a sophomore season with USC 42 touchdowns. And then last year he threw 30 on kind of a down year for USC. Um, but I mean, uh, there's been a lot of questions around Caleb Williams. Yeah. Potential in the NFL, if he can handle it right away. i made some interesting comments about going to the NFL, almost having ownership in a team. So there's just a lot of questions that fans and organizations I think have across the, with him. Um, but overall he, he's very talented. I think the skill sets there, but I, I do love Justin Fields. He has mm. Amazing talent. It's like his his running is one of the best in the leagues. His rushing. His yeah, I'm second best in the league to Lamar. Exactly. And and I agree with you. I've always liked Fields, and his stats are never going to be the thing that pops out. I mean, his stats are not great. I mean, but uh, the season he's had this year, he won over his teammates, which I think made a huge difference. Yeah. And it was like, if they're not going with Williams and they do stick with Fields, I think there's a lot of interesting moves you can make. I mean, everyone, I think in that scenario, they end up like trading down and getting Marvin Harrison Jr., who was like an Ohio State connection with yeah. Fields. And well, do you think it's necessarily the QB that's the issue for Chicago or pers like personally, I don't, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Where, Field isn't always perfect. I think the biggest question is being if it, if not a QB, where, where else do they agree to improve? I mean, simply the coaching. I feel like they've gone through five coaches. Yeah, they have. And, and the, Matt Aberfuss isn't a bad coach, but I think a lot of people would would say yeah. the coaching. If not that, I mean, the defense I haven't played great this year, but like statistically, it was the best rushing, uh, best rushing 
like best pressure. I don't know what the word for it would be. Yeah. The best pass rush uh, defense statistically. I saw they got like the mo- they were tied for the most interceptions and takeaways. And it's so, like at yeah. of these categories you see statistically like they're leading the NFL, which I don't think is getting talked about enough. Like they had a pretty underrated year on defense. Um, yeah. But so, I mean, I would say that the, you look at the offense and it's like, I don't know. Well, they, yeah, it has they had some great like, games this year. Yeah. And then they had some awful games as well. So yeah. it's like and the roller coaster ride. I think his fields plays. It's, yeah. Like, but the inconsistency is there on that team. I would say like Chicago fans want fields to stay, especially like Caleb Williams. I think his like personality is his challenge for fans to like digest in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, I mean, I saw on Twitter, he was like in these tweets where talking kind of ensuing or like inferring that the yeah. Bears would pick him and like. I don't know, but like I said earlier, the more I've read into it, the uh, the better. The more I'm okay with it, and I really do think they're gonna get him. Yeah, Fields will always be like not one of my yeah. favorite players in the league. <laughs> do you do you think Caleb Williams overall in this draft is the best QB of the draft out of the QBs on the board? Because that that's another thing people are talking about too. It's hard to say he isn't, but I mean I don't know, dude. Yeah, they're... I didn't watch too much, but Daniels like statistically. It's crazy. Uh, Daniels has a very similar build, I feel like, to Justin Fields and and the way he plays. Yeah. So, and Phoenix, like yeah. people are really underplaying him. They are. Yeah. I, I I mean I get the injury thing, but it's like I, the game. I watched a lot of UW games late in the season, and I don't know, man. I I was like unmatched when I saw that dude play. But he, you know, unarguably played horribly yeah. in the national championship, and that's gonna mess like mess up his stock. Hey, one but um, no, the draft. I mean, we, me and Jack were just like looking through this mock draft before, and uh, I think it's gonna. It's not super locked down what a lot of these teams are gonna do, especially I think with like the Daniels, Drake, May, the quarterbacks. Are- well, yeah, there's three quarterbacks gone projected in the first three picks, and it's like some of these mocks have May going to Washington at the second pick. A lot of them have Jaden Daniels now, like kind of flipping those two. Yeah, and like May going to the Patriots or something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a surprise first first pick if yeah. one of these two other QBs go before Williams. But who knows? That, and the next that, QB is really far down. And then you got bonus twelve going he, he going also a dog. I don't even know why they either. Yeah, he also has a lot of experience. He's played the most games in college football out of anyone. And then but, yeah, after the two QBs, it's going to be interesting because it's like. Arizona picks and they're probably going to get Marvin Harrison Jr. if the Bears you know pick a quarterback and then it's like what we were saying earlier the Chargers are looking at this interesting pick where it's like they got Brock Bowers on the board yeah they got crazy edge rushers but also like O-linemen um yeah I don't know it's everywhere it's it's gonna be a shock I think no matter what no matter what team picks who and it'll be an interesting draft this year for sure JJ McCarthy that's true. Yeah, thrown around. <laughs> yeah, he was going. He was projected to Seattle last time I saw. Yeah, I don't know about that. Call Seattle. I saw Seattle looking into a couple. Of yeah. Um. All right. I have a question for you. Yeah. Obviously, in the NBA, switching switching sports a little bit. Um. The Bucks made a pretty controversial move. They did. They fired their head coach, who we had his record up here earlier, but winning record, the Bucks. Fired Adrian Griffin. Yeah, they fired Adrian 30 and 13 record. With a 31 and 13 record. Um, 
I mean, what do you feel about it? I mean, before this, I was reading like the Bucks halfway through the season have had the easiest strength of schedule and through the next 40 games are going into the hardest strength of schedule yeah. in the entire league. Well, I think the biggest issue for the Bucks was defense. It seemed that the trade with Drew Holiday affected them more than people may have thought defensively and as a team overall. Uh, of course, Dame was a great pickup, but mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those things that Drew Holiday is a person that makes a bigger difference than people might think um, on an NBA team. And Adrian Griffin, I think he's a good coach. I mean, it's not like he's a bad coach. Um, no, not. But it seems like that the more articles that come out about this, the more people are saying that there were disagreements between players and uh, Griffin and just kind of those internal talks with a team that weren't going as as planned and yeah. and disruptions around the whole organization. I mean, Giannis came out beforehand like seven games earlier and was talking about how they need to be better overall, all the way down to the guy who washes the the jerseys. To- dude, and I mean, I think all right. So this guy Jack Maloney, CBS Sports. Um, yeah, he put out a really really good article. I would recommend it, but. Uh, he was talking about, so the Bucks. I mean, before this, they fired a coach who had won 70% of his games. That I mean, that's probably unheard yeah. to begin with. Yeah. And he was talking about there were nine incidents in the last, like, I think it was season that led to his firing. And um, pretty much the first one he brings up, which is really funny, is this guy, Terry Scotts. He's like a veteran yeah. um, assistant coach in the NBA. Uh, and he literally stepped down because of this massive, like, argument that he got in with Adrian Griffin, um, which they're talking about. Yeah. It's kind of like the preemptive warning sign. And then we see in like these next couple Bucks games that happened in the last like two weeks, Giannis Antetokounmpo is like grabbing the clipboard and writing up plays on it and like showing it to the team. Something which I think, think LeBron would do. Yeah. Well, it just shows like a huge like yeah. distrust. Like I don't even, distrust is the best word, but just like, um, I mean, just massive holes in your team. Yeah. And I think that just shows how big of a deal communication is across the board. Um, especially in the NBA, and you you kind of see things all the time coming up now with coaches and players, and yeah, completely. you're starting to notice that players have a lot more power with the coaching staff than an average fan might think. Yeah, uh, you see it with LeBron almost every game if you watch everything he does on the bench. And LeBron goes through so many coaches. Exactly. I, and I think it, it poses a big question on like how how much power should these players have over their coaches and how much power should the coaches have over their players? Yeah, I, um, I think it's like a, it, you get a team with Giannis and Dame and it's like if you're you got to have this middle ground where like you're letting them get the jurisdiction. But it's like if they're not believing if they're not backing you in practice and like calling the plays. And like, exactly. It's completely different than, you know, playing high school or college basketball where you just go, OK, coach, what do you want us to run? Yeah. Well, it's almost asking, what do you want to run? And what do you want to run, Giannis? I mean, in college, in high school and college, it's like sometimes that coach is the fucking of the team. Yeah. And it's definitely a complete switch in the NBA. Um, my, the, You know, I think the biggest question now, though, Adrian Griffin's gone. Now it's Doc Rivers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Doc Rivers has had, I guess, a, a successful coaching career. Um, I don't know how well this is going to work out, but Doc Rivers is, you know, he's coached great players. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the Clippers. When I think, there. I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't work out. But um, it's hard to, it's hard to switch a coach midseason. If you look like what I was saying earlier with the record, like 
I mean, there's a good chance these guys take a lot of losses yeah. in the next couple of months. It's like every week they're playing like Timberwolves, 76ers, Nuggets, Suns. Yeah. They have to play the Kings. I mean, Suns. no matter what, Thunk. I don't, they're definitely not finishing at the number one seed. Celtics are running the, the East. And then on top of that, yeah. I mean, do you think they'll finish in the two? Because that's where they are now. I don't, I don't think they'll finish there. Honestly, I, yeah, right now they are at two. Uh, uh, but then you have the, 76ers are kind of... Yeah, exactly right now. So they're two games above Sixers, and the Knicks are one game behind them. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty obvious Celtics win it up, but... Uh, of course, I mean, they have one loss out. It's ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, I like I watched the Celtics for the first time the other night. I don't really watch them a ton, and yeah. uh, it, it's crazy seeing them roll through. Yeah, I remember watching them play the Kings they're, without Tatum. Their and bench unit. They won by 20. Their bench unit's like outplaying yeah. most starting f- Yes, yeah. in that. It's just crazy. And the fact they got Kristaps is like, should just not be allowed. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, Kristaps like, was having kind of a down year, I feel like, before you. Yeah, no, but. Every time I'm watching, it's just like he's draining threes. Draining threes. It spreads the floor so much. And then, like I said, they take their stars out. They do. And it's like... They're and, and then you got Critchard. Who, yeah, I was say. <laughs> it's just balling all over these guys. Um, it's, it's honestly insane how well they're doing with the depth you'd think they would have compared to what they actually have. Yeah. No, completely. Yeah. And looking at the East, I mean, it's like... It's deep. I don't see. It's and, deeper than it's been. It's deeper than it's been. The Magic are dropped yeah the magic have dropped um it's kind of like the west houston's totally dropped totally dropped yeah, completely um <laughs> all right let's uh talk about the all-star voting yeah the starters were announced is there anybody right off the bat when you see the starting lineups that you would disagree with um not necessarily disagree let me look i mean I think most of these are pretty obvious. Like, uh, what is it? It looks like Giannis. Do you think LeBron should be a team captain again? Yeah, I was going to say. I, I don't know about that. I cannot believe that he is well, team captain. Well, I will say, a lot of people are saying he shouldn't be because the Lakers. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's a valid opinion. Um, like, who gets it? Like, KD. But, I mean, the voting is obviously very market-based. Obviously, yes. he's in L.A. He's going to get a lot more votes compared to a guy playing on the Kings or, you know, a team not in a big market. But I think... Shy. Yeah, I mean, he... Yeah. <laughs> that makes like, a... Like, I, don't someone, I think giving it to someone else. LeBron is a great player, great player, but I don't think that he should be the captain. I don't. No, I see what you... But, all right, then, then who would you want to see as the two... Take out LeBron and Giannis. Fan-wise, like, who do you think people are, like, waiting to see? Uh, outside of the starters? I say it's Shy. Oh, 100%. Like, Shy on the East. Embiid would be... Shy on the West, right? Shy on the West. Yeah, sorry. Embiid in the East, though. As captains? Dude. I love that. Or or Jokic and Embiid captains. Yeah. That would be... A, that would be a... Jokic has... What is it? Jokic will make third, the All-Star game. Third most votes. Yeah. Um... I think, do you think Wemby makes the All-Star game? Do you think he deserves it as a rook? I like. Per- I think he might be having an All-Star year. He's, yeah. Um, I mean, he averages, it was like two, three blocks a game. Yeah. No, he's aver- I mean, I have it right here. He's averaging, he's averaging 3.2 blocks a game. 
And 20, 20 points a game. The games I've seen, he plays amazing. Yeah. I don't know. It. I mean, he might. He has 220,000 votes. Chet is below him. <laughs> Chet doesn't deserve it this year. No, Chet, I, I mean, here, I'll, let, let me introduce the uh, individual performance level stat that you and I created with Breakpoint. If you guys don't already know, it evaluates a player's performance level based off basic stats, statistics, um, basically good over bad, similar to efficiency level. And basically, it this our computer algorithm can spit back a percentage level that these players are playing at over a season, in a game, uh, over their career even. You can even look at that. And I've ranked them by best performance level this year to, work, to the worst uh, minimum of 20 minutes played per game. Victor Weminyama is in 10th in that in the IPL stat. What the, total? 10th. And of all. Out of all players averaging over 20 minutes. And he, he's 90, he, he's playing at a 95% individual performance level. Which is... That's insane. Which is insane. Which, to be, like, Frank, that's above De'Aaron Fox, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Lund stuff. Kevin Durant is a starter, and he's 13th in this at a 93% performance level. You have Luka playing at an A-plus, 100% level, Tyrese, 100%, Jokic and Embiid, of course, are running the league. You, I mean, even LeBron as a captain, you don't have till seven. Um, playing at 96% performance level. How many points? LeBron. Wemby. He's averaging 20.4. But it's the blocks. That's the main block. The blocks are huge. Yeah. And, uh, ooh, you know an underrated player is... Uh, Sangoon. Sangoon, bro. Now, the only problem is Houston has been falling. Houston's yeah. been falling. Sangoon? I've seen him play, and I did not think he was... I was like, this guy is... This guy's not it. Over... Oh, oh my gosh, as he came out of nowhere. Yeah, no. In uh, in early January, I saw him play Chicago, like, in person. And he, I think he had, zero, he had like, zero points at half and dropped, like, 26 in the second. Dude. And just made Nikola uh, Vucevic just, like... Just look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Sangoon is the real deal. Do you think Curry makes an all-star game? Yes. Like he did. He did. Also, like when you a lot of, that is it's a it's a it's a first time he hasn't really made a starting team in yeah. Why not? I mean, Warriors this year. Last night was ridiculous. On the last play of the game, I don't know. I mean, they were so the score was like it was like one thirty three, one thirty four. Yeah, throw up by one point. Kevin Horder, by the way, goes to the line before this and jet like misses two free throws. And I'm, I'm a sent the Kings. I'm a huge Kings fan, so it, that hurt. Horder right? could have sent the Kings up three, but instead he misses both. Yep. And and so Curry gets the ball. He's coming up the court. He tries doing some shit on uh, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox gets it ripped, and De'Aaron like gets it stolen from him. Yeah, no, that was that was huge. That was huge. That's the first time I've seen Curry like sell in a while. A game in a while. Say, at least, I mean, turning it over. That I haven't seen him turn it over yeah. in the final possession like that. And I was like, anyway, they. It's not even like the Warriors played badly. Like that was a tough game, but it's like. No, I don't know. I mean, they're always they're always such good games. Kings Warriors. Steph Curry, one point three million vote, which is more than. Any guard in the East except for Halliburton. Dude. <laughs> and Halliburton is second indie, bro. Yeah, I know. That's insane. Halley's been... Yeah, he's been on before. Is he still out injured? I think he, he's coming back soon. 
Another guy does that. I don't know if he'll make it or not. Is Anthony Edwards? Been balling. He's been balling. But I will say he's so in, like he, he is inconsistent. Can be so inconsistent. So inconsistent. Yeah, it's actually he has less votes and he's he's averaging twenty five, almost twenty six. Yeah, we'll yeah. He uh, our IPL stat has him playing at eighty eight percent performance. Cool. So that's due to the inconsistencies. At times he plays at a, a ninety eight percent performance. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure the other night he scored like. Four points or something. I remember he had like two points in the first half, and then he finished with 26 or something in that one yeah. game. He's a highlight reel, though. He's a highlight Not complete. And what he did with USA Basketball, oh, yeah. his, I think, not like turned his career, but it's just like, it amped him up so Oh, much. yeah. Like, oh. that was when he really got yeah, he, his, like, he looks like Jordan the way he plays. I'm, I'm not going to say he's Jordan. I'm not saying he's Jordan, but like, just his, the way he moves on the court, the way he goes up. And dunks it. It's I think very similar. He's comfortable on that team too. Yeah, he is. They're kind of let him, kind of do it. I mean, there was the comments yesterday when Cat dropped what sixty two. Yeah, that they were they were saying they did not play winning basketball. But well, it's understandable. Cat, um, in that game, I think he scored like he missed like ten shots in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and they subbed him out at the end. I yeah I know. <laughs> He, well, he was going for the, you know, the what Embiid had, 70. He was definitely yeah. trying to get there, and he just kind of, he kind of sold to Charlotte in that game. But, I mean, I mean, I probably would have done the same thing if I was him. I would have gone. Yeah. I would have wanted it. That's what, yeah, I was surprised that he got the hate, but. Yeah, I mean, at the end, of, I I think what made it terrible was that they lost. Mm-hmm. They had, they just blew it. They were up a huge, comes, yeah. Yeah, they blew it. And that's, that's, they're all young. They're trying. Um. But yeah, all right. Let's get into the college basketball yeah. world. It has been absolutely insane this year. It already feels like it's March Madness the way these teams are upsetting each other. I was gonna say the we. we I mean, the biggest thing this season has been top twenty-five teams losing on the road. That's like it's, it's huge. Can't, I mean, you're another t- Purdue lost to Northwestern on the road. Then they lost to Nebraska on the road, too. Yep. Uh, Houston lost their games on the road. Kentucky lost to South Carolina. Yep. Kansas lost on the road. Baylor's lost on the... Utah, I mean, even the Mountain, the Mountain West Conference, all those ranked teams have lost on the road. Kansas lost to West Virginia and UCF. Baylor um, upset Texas at home. Uh, I mean, Kentucky also lost to Anna. Yeah. I mean, the home advantages have always been a thing, but the trend this year has been... 100%. It's been different. Ranked like, teams losing on the road. Yeah. And I, I think that just shows how big of a difference having home court advantages for a team. It is re- ridiculous how insane yeah. that March. Especially the Purdue-Nebraska game. Yeah. Every single little three, they were chucking up. I love that Stephen Curry prodigy. That dude's crazy. <laughs> that, that, what? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know, like, yeah, I forget his name. Pull up. Here, wait. He's the... Oh, what's his name? He he wears number thirty too, no? Yeah. Um. He he was hucking threes on Purdue that game. I know he went off. What's yeah. Oh, Casey Tominaga. We might be saying this dude before. went insane on Purdue. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's been such a crazy year for college hoops. I think some of these losses are going to have a huge impact on the way the bracket gets formed this year, too. Huge. Um, 
Let me sh- let me let's talk about the top twenty five that we have. Yeah. So Breakpoint Sports, what we run, we created a ranking system that's only based on statistics, um, compared to the AP poll being based off of voting, obviously, and more opinion based, based off what they watch, what they see. Our ranking system is strictly based off stats. So you're talking strength of schedule, standard rating system. Uh, we have a team performance level similar to the individual performance level, um, just evaluating basic stats, all that. And that can give us a ranking of all 361 college basketball teams um, playing D1 ball, basically. So our number one through four is one, Purdue, Houston two, Arizona three, and UNC four. And North Carolina has been one of the one teams that have been able to escape uh, upsets this year compared to a lot of teams. Dude, I, I've told a lot of people this, but UNC this year is different. I mean, they... Well, RJ Davis is completely making a difference for that team. They're, they're just different, dude. And like what you were... And Aka, obviously. The thing with me is that out of those four teams, they, they do have losses that aren't good. Um, but it's just like they're not... They So first of all, the game that I think set it for me was they beat Clemson at Clemson. Yeah, which is crazy. That was, that, and Clemson was hard to do. It wasn't really good then. I think we had him. I had him ranked the game. In the and in the game before that, they beat Pitt at Pitt. Yep, by thirteen points. It's the it's Pitt the road wins that much. Tough this year too. Yeah, they beat Duke, and then they, they they do it again too. They beat BC at BC, another hard game, yeah. even though they're not not the best opponent. Um, and their their losses this year are Kentucky. Which is Kentucky. it's not a bad loss, not a bad, and that was earlier in the year. Now. Um, yeah, it was exactly. And Villanova. Yeah, I think. Well, just to make it clear, the teams that have finished in the top four in this our BPRS rankings have the seven out of the last eight years won the March Madness tournament. Yeah. So and for me, and then if they can stay there, they have a legit shot statistically. Um, I don't know. Really the one that just system. might fall out is probably going to be Arizona. Well, yeah, they just had a t- and arrow. You saw that? Yeah, Oregon State's buzzing beat it, and that was that was on the road. And the, here's the thing: is like I I've always loved Zona hoops, especially this year. I was so high on them. I think Caleb Love is like one of my favorite players. He's having a crazy season, but they yeah. got to stop losing these bummy games because they're they're destroying their credibility for. To their seed this I mean they're not gonna be a one seed. I, I don't know. They'll probably fall out. They'll probably fall out. Unless I don't um, know. It's gonna be closer. It, it, the, the game last night was ridiculous. If you guys didn't see there, it was 80 80 and the dude on um Oregon State just hit a buzzer beater that switched it. Even gone in. But they, it was an 18 point spread. They shouldn't have even been No, you know, not at all. And I think it's just they're playing down to that team's level. Which I've seen them do so many times. At the FAU loss. That was bad. Same thing. And, and it made FAU look really good for a while. And then FAU went and lost some really bad games. And Arizona was up like 10 points multiple times in that FAU game. And yeah. let them come back. Like it was and just double OT, right? So, yeah. I mean, Florida Atlantic in our rankings is 28th. And they were up high earlier, but they had some terrible losses after that. Arizona. Terrible. I don't know. I, I've never been on the FAU thing. I mean, I get it. A hundred percent. Like what we were saying, I just, I don't know if they're as good this year as last. I don't think they're as good. As last year. Not as last year. They got, the thing is, is they kept a lot of guys. Yeah, no. Um, The issue is, is now they're losing a lot more. So, and keep it, I mean, March Madness is like a flip of a coin. 
FAU being in the Final Four was kind of a shock, obviously. It was a shock. Uh, State, SDSU, even if, they, even if they are a deeper team, they are a better team, the chances of getting there are sad. Um, it, yeah. it, it'll be interesting to see um, coming up. But, I mean, it, it, it'll be tough. It'll be tough. Arizona still Arizona also lost to Wazoo. And they're, mm-hmm. That's another one. They've had a couple... I've had a couple just weird losses, yeah. Though, um, pull up the 25 again. Yeah, I'm going to talk about another one I saw. Um, Kansas, so after that top four, it's pretty interesting how it goes because then it's Connecticut, Tennessee, Auburn at seven, Kansas at eight, Dayton at nine, and San Diego State at tough. Yeah. And out of those, I think the one that's going to be interesting is Auburn. They yeah. had a tough loss at Alabama, but everyone I've seen on TV is hyping up or not. Yeah. Like, I mean, man, I like think this is like this. I think oh, Auburn's legit. I I had, really doubt though. I mean, you and I kind of have a connection with the guy on the team, Chad Baker Mazarek, former ass, funny guy, yeah. great guy though. Um, great, great bench player. He's doing great at Auburn, but that team is is deep. They're a deep team. That I mean, Chad Baker Mazarek has been playing great off the bench with other bench players who have been playing amazing. He's involved. Um, that loss to Bama was on the road. And they could have won it. They could have. They came back by like 14 points. Exactly. It was close. Um, if actually Baker Mazzara missed the free throws, a tie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, I mean, they are a great team. Um, SEC plays hard right now, so they're gonna lose some games. But and I think, yeah, no. I think Auburn's definitely a team people got to be looking at right now, kind of as one of the surprise surprise teams coming in. I don't think anybody had them this high. That was the first time I really watched them. I don't know. It was a tough game. Alabama, like they, 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 I saw them hit like four threes in a row. Yeah, yeah. Did you see before they the had, game the lights completely? Yeah, the lights off. They should play every game like that. They should play every game. That was sick. Um, the other one I was thinking about too is like Kansas is kind of playing their own yeah destiny at this point. Like they, so tomorrow they have a massive game. They're gonna go on the road and play Iowa State yep. at Iowa State, and they're the underdog in that. By I believe it's like projected to be a three-point game uh, iowa state in our ranking is 23rd so it's an eight in our ranking terms it's eight versus 23 i think in real life it's like first yeah four it's somewhere in there the ap um i was so high on kansas and i still am personally i think they win that game but it's just like again though it, it, they are on the road they're yeah. playing at iowa state you never know now you, well that's why i think it's projected to be you know yeah it's gonna be it, I, they, their losses have been so bad, though. It's just like... Yeah, they have been. It's really going to shake up everything. Um, do you think Houston uh, beats Kansas State tomorrow? They're at home. No. They just had a great win over BYU. Yeah. The no, much-needed one for proving their credibility. And BYU is good. And I've seen and BYU's... And playing at... Yeah, BYU's a tough place to play. Gonzaga's always had problems playing there in the past. All right, but so. here's the thing. I'm looking at... Houston's schedule, because this is what everyone online has been talking about. Yeah. That, like, they, their schedule always just gets them bailed out. Yeah, I mean, they started the yeah, year great. Like, uh, yeah, but it's like, they all right, so they're big wins. They beat Dayton. They beat Day- Dayton's high now in our, Dayton's a top. They beat team. Texas A&M. Texas A&M is tough. They beat, dude, it's just like the teams they play, though. It's like, they, they play Penn. And yeah. Like, they play, they played a, a lost to Iowa. Light non-conference. Yeah. Light. It's not. It's, it's ramping up now, though. And honestly, no. when they do get these, I mean, all right, they lost. Like when they do get a top twenty-five matchup, they they win them out. 
Yeah, I just easily. I've never been that high on them. I know they've been on a good run this last like couple of years. It'll be interesting to see if they actually go deep in the tournament this year because they always seem to go to almost the Sweet Sixteen mm-hmm. and then kind of falter from there. I mean, so looking at their schedule, it's going to be tough. They have to play Texas twice. They have to play Iowa State again. Yeah, they have to play Kansas. On no, they definitely got a lock, man. Oh, uh, and then North Carolina going to another AP matchup. Yeah. I guess Florida State's not ranked, but that's a tough game. game. That is such a tough Florida State's always got tough guys. Yes. They, I think out of their last five games, that's probably going to be the closest one. But they're a huge favorite to win. When's the next time they play Duke? They haven't played them once this year. Oh, so they still got two. They always play them the last game of the season, and they're going to play them... I think probably like coming up where you're some yeah, I'm gonna say. But that'd I'm not, be a tough match. I'm not scared of Duke. I'm scared of Duke. I mean, I think they're hot. I think they're I'm overrated though. AP AP ranking wins. I think honestly they're good. They should, they're good. They shouldn't have lost a pit. Oh, they're good. Ridiculous. But I think they're overrated a little bit. Yeah, completely. But honestly, better team than they've had other years. Yeah. McCain's like the lottery pick. Yeah. Jared McCain. Really? Oh, as a freshman? He might uh, a TikTok star. I go to the league this year. The TikTok star. Uh, you don't think I don't so? I mean, I think he's great. He's playing? No, I don't think he's bad at all. I just think a lottery pick, really? Yeah. Well, what's the? Uh, there's got to be a mock draft somewhere we can find. Oh, uh, let's see it. I mean, you definitely have. Uh, this is the dude. He. I will say he started the he started the year out not great. Yeah, but he dropped, yeah, I remember dropped twenty against Pitt yeah. in a loss. I mean, I don't know the stats. Like what you, I don't think he's going to the league this year. Yeah, but I'm high on Jerry McKinnon. He's impressed me. I thought he was going to play a lot worse. So oh, yeah, I think as as a freshman he's played great. As a freshman he's played great. Um, and yeah, team if he stays next year, prompt, yeah, if he stays next year, I think he'll be even better. Of course, because obviously development and all that. But um, yeah. Dude, tomorrow Duke has to play Clemson. Dude, the AP. All right, let's let's just go over the AP top twenty-five real quick. Yeah, I'm on. Um, we're gonna talk about some of our picks, I think, too. Yeah. Let's. So let's just get into our picks. Let's go through every top twenty-five game and give our pick for it. Yeah. How about that? Houston. So number one, nine a.m. Houston, Kansas State. I think Houston's killing. They're at home. I just think that's how it's gonna be. It, Kansas State put up a good game the other day, but. I think they won. They're not like last year. They're not like last year. I'm an attorney. Marquette, Seen Hall. I think Marquette escapes that one. Not. They're at home. I think they, yeah, they're going to win it, but like I saw it's projected to be like a nine point game. And I think, I think, let's see what our, uh, I think algorithm here has. Yeah. If you, they're saying Marquette should win by four. If you guys didn't know, we have this computer model that we've built projects every single spread. Out of every single spread, every single money line pick. And gives us like a value of, that's just how we kind of come to these consensus. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the, um, some some teams don't have value on them, especially in the AP Top 25. Like Marquette might be a bigger spread than four tomorrow, which we would tell you not to take. It's going to be. Um, but I think I saw it was- right now the model's saying they should win by four. Yeah. As if that's a value pick or not, I don't know, just because those haven't dropped yet. We're filming on Friday. Yeah. But. I mean that Marquette, I think, will definitely escape that. And then you go down Kansas, Iowa State. I think Kansas. So this is the one, yeah, no. So this this is the one I want to talk about a little bit more in depth. I think everyone's gonna be on Iowa State. I think it's Kansas. 
I think it's. Do you think money line or just? I think it's, well, they're gonna be they're gonna be money line as the underdog. It's like yeah. it's like plus. I would bet you it's like plus one fifty. Plus ah, uh, plus one thirty. It's gonna be oh, plus one. Sorry, let me just pull. All right, Can't. so it's gonna be plus one thirty on most books. Okay, yeah. Give it to me. I think I think they I. Okay, it's gonna so it's a real yeah. game for them, and I think Iowa State. Even they've been on this like. Yeah, they've been even up trying. They're kind of a roller coaster in the AP top. I think it. Five. I think it's Kansas. Okay. Even though it's on the road, which is I'm not against that. I'm not against that though. I I don't think Iowa State. Our algorithm said it's going to be either. Yeah, it's it's coming. Yeah, like the actual. Um, North Carolina. I think they'll get it done. Yeah, I think against Florida. State. Like I said, though, closer than what people. Think. Another AP top twenty-five matchup: Oklahoma, Texas Tech. Drop your pick. I haven't. My pick. I want to say off the bat. I would say Oklahoma, in, right? Let me see. I just. Why is Texas Tech ranked? They've had a good year. I haven't seen. I don't know. They've had some losses to some. Tw- I mean, they're twenty fourth in our BPRS rankings. All right, so just on the cusp of of being a top twenty team. But I, Oklahoma is not. You know they they start they were undefeated for a while, but in Big Twelve play they really struggled. So I think that. I think Texas Tech will escape this one. You think so? I, I think they are going to go into Oklahoma and beat them. I could see it. And if not, beat them. What does it say? The uh, It's saying that Texas Tech should technically win. By like two. It doesn't, say, it doesn't give us that because it says Oklahoma is still the, the better team overall, team performance-wise. But I think Texas Tech, they've played tougher teams right now. I think they, I could see it. I think they get it done. The next one... I think this this was also going to be crazy, but it's Texas BYU at BYU. Texas having the BYU. Houston just went to be. Here's the thing. I think BYU will win this because they just lost to Houston in their place. Do they really? Do we really think they're going to win back to back games in Utah? There's no line on it out like out right now. I don't. I I don't think there's a chance BYU loses back to back games at their place. I think so. I, I don't think I've, I don't know when the last time that would happen. The only thing that's happened in a long time for them. Well, all right. This The only reason why I'm saying it, Texas played Baylor the other night. There, yeah. Like, I think it was last Saturday. Probably. I think last Saturday. There, yeah. Something like that. And they beat him on a buzzer beater, and it was crazy. Baylor's, like, top 10, I think. Um, Baylor, yeah. Baylor's ranked. Max Abmus. Is that yeah. It? yeah. Well, he transferred from or- Oral Roberts. He has. I don't know. He even played on Texas. He's been going insane yeah. in that game, bro. And um, have you noticed that small guards have been kind of dominating again, dude? Like they used to. Back. So legit though. In that game against Baylor, he had 15. He dropped 22 the next game. He dropped 32 against West Virginia. In his last Gosh. five games, he's never scored under 15. And didn't he leave? I'm taking personally led Dylan scoring at Ola Roberts, wasn't? Yeah. Um, personally, I think it's Texas. I'm but taking playing, BYU. I agree with you. Playing at BYU is like impossible. You know what's crazy is the model has BYU winning by 15. Dude, that I think that'll be close to like what the what Vegas will give you on it. Probably. That's a that's a toss up type of game, but I don't think BYU loses back to back games in their place. Maybe me and you put a put a yeah. bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, last time when I did Wazoo, uh, that worked out for me against Stanford. 
you got Illinois versus Indiana. Illinois. Is it at Indiana? At Illinois. Illinois just lost to uh, Northwestern recently. I would say Illinois. I love Indiana hoops this year. I think Illinois will just get it done because they're at home. Yeah, I think, I think that's why. If but. it was at Indiana, I think Indiana would win. Yeah. But Illinois, dude, I don't even... They should not have lost to Northwestern. I mean, at the end of the game, they had a chance to take it. Yeah. And they missed it. Northwestern just loves to upset teams at their place. Dude, I, we were watching that game together. I was like, and you just taking it. Yeah. There's no... Like, yeah. when Boo Booey gets like that, bro, it's just like... It's different. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even realize it was like that either. <laughs> Uh, next game, it's Auburn, like what we were saying. That's right, Auburn, Mississippi State. I think Mississippi State started the year great. They've kind of fallen off. I think Auburn gets that done. I think that's an easy win for them. Just because they just lost to Bama. Yeah. Just because they just lost to Bama. It's probably going to be a hard atmosphere. But... Hard atmosphere, but I think they'll get it done. Uh, Duke, Clemson. That's going to be a toss-up, I'm telling you. Duke is at home. Though. I mean, you're just hyping up McCain. I think Duke wins, but Clemson's tough, dude. They should be ranked. They lost some games they shouldn't. Yeah. Like they, they started the year undefeated for a long time. Yeah. They I, 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 they lost to Miami, I think. And they lost to UNC. And yeah. If they, like ACC, it's a hard schedule. But Clemson's tough. Yeah. But give me Duke on that. The next one, I think, is also a good game. It's TCU at Baylor. But I think yeah, Baylor. I, Baylor takes that. Um, And then it's Mountain West. Mountain West. Oh my gosh, has the Mountain West been There's a couple ridiculous. Yeah. You right, thought say the Mountain West this year has been probably the best it's been in the last five years. It's their deep. I mean, you got San Diego State, Utah State, New Colorado Mexico State, is tough. New Mexico. Uh you got Nevada's tough. Nevada's tough. Boise State's a tough place to play in. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's it's give me, honestly give me Boise in that. And it that might be both teams are five and one in the Mountain West. I think oh, yeah. beat SDSU. I would not be shocked if let, let's see what our what our thing here has. Yeah, maybe Utah State. They have Utah State winning by by eight. Um I think Boise State will cover whatever it is. I, I won't say they'll win, but I think they cover for sure. I think Boise wins. Um I think they have a legit shot for sure to win that though. The first time I the, I mean it was SDSU just played horrible against them. SDSU had a terrible game again. Yeah, no. Nah. So, I mean, it's but, like, they, yeah. I, I think they could be. Colorado State, Wyoming. Colorado State will get that. Wyoming's one of the bottom teams in Mount West. But I mean, you never know with them. You never know with Mountain West. Arizona, Oregon. So, I was looking at this one. The next Ooh. game in the thing is going to be Arizona. Oregon's a bottom team, dude. And they're given the line when I last checked was is going to be projected to be Arizona minus three. Really? Only three. I'd take that just because they just lost. To Oregon State. You think they'll win at Oregon? Yes. I think they will, but it's just like... But such a hard... It's because Oregon, Oregon is just... Dude, all right. Oregon's not good. Oregon's good. Don't get me wrong. I think so. But, yeah. I agree. I agree. And they, like I said, they've been one of my favorite teams. What's the next game? It's going to be Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Tennessee gets that done. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Kentucky, and- Arkansas... I wouldn't be surprised if Arkansas covers a spread if it's over eight. Arkansas will cover. If it's over eight, then yeah. I was so high. But this is the thing about Kentucky. I was so high on them the whole year. But I think they're lost to Texas A&M and South Carolina, and I watched those games, bro. And, and I think they're I think they're 
highly overranked. They're ranked six in the country right now. I think they're highly overranked. I don't know, though. I, I agree. I want to say that, but it's just like talent-wise, dude, they they got it. They, they got really the talent, but I just... Have you seen Big Z? Yeah, but Big you're Z, right. They're very Big talented. Z. They're very talented. I think that they need to they need to do more for me. They just need to do more. Um, that loss to South Carolina really was like, really? Kind of for me? So if you guys haven't, oh no, I completely agree. One of like the biggest stories that comes out is um, this guy Big Z. That's his nickname on Kentucky. He just got cleared by the NCAA. It's a seven footer, huh? He is. Uh, wait, let's see. He's seven foot two, and like plays point guard sometimes and like shoots threes. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He's he's Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I just think the talent's there. I, I love. I think Kentucky does win. They got DJ Wagner yeah. too. It's another dog. I've watched. I've watched them more than any other team. Yeah. No, I, I think, think they'll get through it. Yeah. I think they can make this tourney run that maybe people are kind of playing them down right now. Um, but, another team that nobody's really talking about, Dayton. I think they're really legit. I think they have a good team again. They play rich. I think it's a win. They play in a weak conference, but I think they get it done. Um, to end out the night for top 25, it's going to be DePaul trying to play at Creighton. DePaul's like one of the worst teams in Division One, so. I think, yeah, Creighton will get it done. Creighton's at home, too. 20 bomb. But the thing with the Big East is that they, they are, um. I loved Marquette. It's competitive. I don't know, I don't know how much you've watched Marquette. I like Marquette. I've been, I've been Golden Eagles. They Eagles. are so hard to beat. When it's at, yeah. when it's at. You know, with Marquette, same with in Marquette and Creighton have had similar issues. They sell out the fucking Pfizer Forum. Yeah, they do. The only thing is, is that I think that they they struggle sometimes. They have a great team, but they don't they don't have they don't oh, perform at a high level Cade consistently. Clubnick, is that his name? Club. Wait, what's? Yeah. Um. I want to get this. <laughs> uh, clone it. Wait, what's this? Oh, whatever. I, I think Marquette's legit this year, though. Yeah. All right. Going to be ranked. Last up. thing for this weekend coming up is the NFL matchups. <laughs> Who do you think's winning them? Well, uh, We'll talk about the Chiefs first. <laughs> Here's my thing. I don't want to see the Chiefs win. I think I don't a lot of I, I think I a lot of America doesn't want to see yeah, the Chiefs. Obviously. But I will say this, like, I just think everything this season has been leading to the Chiefs Super Bowl. And like when they win it, it's gonna be so annoying because yeah, like this kind yeah. story of like it was their worst regular season in the last five years. Everyone was saying Mahomes couldn't play on the road in the playoffs, and he's, dude, I think he's, and he's gonna win probably three games, four games if they it's usually how it works. Do this and like the whole Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. It's been all over the news. Like yeah, I just dude, I think the refs also bail him out of every game. Obviously, yeah. like it's I think it's the Chiefs Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Do you think uh, uh, I want to see Lamar get his ship? Yeah, so bad. I agree. So that's why it's like. What about the Detroit-San Francisco matchup? That I think the winner probably comes out of the uh, the AFC, but 
probably I would go with Niners. I would love, I think Niners will win, but I would I love to see Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. I would love to see Detroit win the Super Bowl. Detroit's defense is just really tough, but it, I don't know. I think I don't see them. I don't just don't see them. They got a good offense. It's not like they're not there. Um, I think they're legit, but San Francisco is so hard to slow down. Yeah. Especially with McCaffrey, dude. Is Debo going to play? Um, and like in and out of practice. It's probably still in and out. Debo Samuel. It says he's feeling better. <laughs> you know, I was reading something interesting. Uh, Brock Purdy came out a couple days ago, maybe a week ago or so, and was talking saying, um, before the season, before this season, I believe it was, um, the 49ers were talking about getting Tom Brady. Tom Brady. And starting him over Purdy. And like, the oh, yeah, I did see this. I did. Him and was like, you know, yeah. How would we feel if we got, if we went out and got Brady? And, and I was just thinking, like, that's so disrespectful. Like, but it made it, but, who, like, thinks he's going to... I think it made Purdy want to grind and get better. Maybe. A hundred percent, because... I I rock with Purdy. I think he gets, like... I do, too. I mean, I, I think he's a great quarterback. Not MVP. No, no, no. But he's a great quarterback for San Francisco. He he's, he fits you, perfectly. He fits perfectly. I'd rather pay him. Imagine, you know imagine, he's so young. Every NFL team wants them. He's still so young. Imagine yeah. imagine him in five years still with San Francisco, if that's the case. I'm just he's saying. It's insane still. Every NFL team wants that Purdy. Yeah. Yeah. He, they got lucky. Yeah, they did. But yeah, that was, I mean, Garoppolo getting having everything. That just worked out, didn't it? Um, well, thank you for listening to the Point Podcast, a Breakpoint Sports production. Again, I'm Jack Powers. This is Owen Goldsmith. Uh, we plan on doing this podcast every Friday and putting out the podcast hopefully by Friday night or Saturday mornings so everybody can listen to it before the college basketball slate begins at 9 a.m. And uh, uh, make sure to give us a follow. Give us a follow on Breakpoint Sports, BPSDSU, The Point Podcast. We're going to be pushing a lot out, especially in this next month. Uh, so if you're into college basketball, want some insights. I think uh, we've created something special. And next week we'll hopefully have our other... Uh, other hosts, Nate and Tubbs on. He couldn't make it this week, but uh, he will be here next week. So we are looking forward to next week as well. We'll be back on Friday. Thank you.